question. Yeah. Have you ever seen those videos of those, like, normally it is women, mainly the videos I've seen is women, but they Mm -hmm. wear, like, um, they get spray-painted on, like, jeans and T-shirts and stuff, and they're, like, they're naked, but the spray-paint makes it look like they're wearing, like, clothes. Oh, yeah, like the jeans. Would you ever walk around like that outside if no one was going to notice? If I had underwear on, yeah. <laughs> no, um, it has to be without the underwear. Uh, it, mm, it depends, you know, because if you're, like, walking around the youth, the youth young people, the youth children, that's an offence and you're getting arrested. <laughs> so, mm, no. <laughs> it's on the nudist beach then hell yeah what if you the spray paint was done so well that it it was you know unlikely that anybody would really notice then it starts to rain i'm actually actually dead that's kind of funny (laughs) oh it snows in this hurricane eunice eunice what's her name oh no it's not hurricane oh no it's a storm right yeah storm is it eunice or ernest i actually find it quite funny they name like storms like Say yeah. someone dies in a storm, you're like, oh, how did this person die? Oh, they were killed by Eunice. Like, yeah, it's kind of why bad. is it a British name? Why can't it be Storm Yemi, Storm Tola? You know, you there know? was one storm in like, America a few years ago. It was called like Hurricane, you know, it was a hurricane. It was Hurricane Joaquin. Really? That's so scary. <laughs> <laughs> hurricane Joaquin. Apparently, they go in alphabetical order as well. Yeah. Okay. So the next one will be ABCDE. The next one will be F, Hurricane storm. Frank. Oh, Storm Frank, yeah. Storm Francine, yeah. But no, Storm they need Francis. to change those names. <laughs> Storm Tosin, like there's so many names. Too many. <laughs> I names. think they should be exclusively African names. They should be Storm Olabambo. Storm Olabambo is mm, <laughs> the mad one, telling everyone he was a prince. You know, <laughs> like, it was a mad storm. Isn't that basically what the Tinder swindler has done? Just like told oh people. Oh my god! Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. not really original because you know the Nigerians have been doing it for years. You know, telling people they're princes and they need forty thousand pounds to get their fortune back, and then they'll give you back the money and a lot more. Yeah, so. <laughs> yeah. That's mad though how he did that. I saw this tweet how I think it's in the works that he's going to get his own show or something. And then people oh, said... So crime does pay then? Yeah, literally. And then they romanticised him. That's the thing about... They always romanticise, like, these terrible... Remember that guy? He was like, a, I don't know what he did, yeah. but his mugshot got released online and people found him quite attractive. Oh, yeah. And then after that, he got, like, modelling contracts and all those different things. It's like, well, this guy was effectively a criminal and, you know, now you've made him a celebrity. Yeah, a model. He dated like a very rich person as well like her family were just made of money so he he did well for himself i'm not sure if he's still with her yeah i know who you're talking about i forgot his name could though. you could you date like a really rich person yeah i'll date anyone even a guy who got arrested if you're a good person then yeah i don't think he was though i thought he was charged with like domestic i don't know i'm not um, yeah that's I what i mean so. like money doesn't matter as long as you're a good person if you're a horrible person you got money then hell no but that guy, yeah, he came out of prison. I don't really know why he went into prison. He sounds mm. lovely, to be fair. We should have him on the podcast. Yes. Let's do it. You know his name? I don't know his name. I just call I don't him, know his name. Mugshot Model. We'll call him Mugshot Model. M double M. M double M. M and M. M and M. Did you see um, 
his performance at the was it the Super Bowl? At the Super Bowl, yeah. Yeah. I thought it was really good. Was it the yeah. best performance, the best Super Bowl performance ever though? I did not watch it all. I just saw him kneeling. Oh, oh no, I mm. saw him rap a bit because wasn't Dr. Dre on stage as well? Yeah, yeah, it was Dr. Yeah. Dre, Mary J. Blige, Kendrick yeah. Lamar, 50 Cent, and okay, um, yeah. Snoop, Snoop Dogg. Snoop's everywhere, I swear. I love Snoop Literally. Rap. I like his relationship with Martha Stewart. Yes. <laughs> the most unlikely friendship that you could in Hollywood, but somehow yeah. it really works for them. It works. She's badass, though. I really liked her on the roast of Justin Bieber. Yeah. And someone said something like, all these rappers up here and Martha Stewart has done the most jail time. It was yeah. funny. <laughs> I don't even remember why she went to jail. Some but... fraud or some... Okay. Financial crime, you know. White collar crime. Yeah, she didn't murder anyone. <laughs> <laughs> no that we know of. Her. <laughs> <laughs> now she's around all these blue collar, like, Crimes Did it? That's no, she's surrounded by people doing more basic crimes, and yeah, still she's done the most jail time out of all of them, which is yeah, still That's... quite funny. Would so you she... do a roast? Would I do a roast? Do you yeah. mean me roasting someone or me being roasted? Um, you being roasted? Yeah, sure. How much are you paying me? Oh, okay, the price. Would you do it for free? No. <laughs> okay, never mind. Of course not. <laughs> That's like a game, though. Like, you know, with your friend and then like you're roasting each other, but you're all taking turns. So you kind of put someone in a hot seat. No, because I'm the type of guy to take it too far. Really? So I think that I'd take it away. I'd destroy the <laughs> friendship. Like, you know, I'd just like, re- be recalling things that happened like three years ago that you told me not to tell anyone. And, you know, I don't oh, know. yeah. I've seen a video like that. It got very dark where the guy couldn't take a joke and he brought up a trauma which happened in the guy's life. Oh, he no. Kind of get one back at him. And then it just went, you know, when it's just awkward silence. But obviously, it was a skit, but still, stuff like that actually happened. Like some of my friends, like I'd tell a joke like that, yeah. and maybe we'd all laugh along. And then, you know, afterwards, I get a phone call from from my friend, and they'd be like, Yeah, you need to apologize for that. That wasn't funny, and it really upset me. And I'd be like, Whoa, where is this coming from? You mm-hmm. literally laughed along at my joke a few hours ago. I didn't know yeah. it upset you that much. But that's, um, that's how some of my friends are. Okay. That's how they'd be. As a kid, you don't really think of those things. But as you get older, you kind of start to realise, like, you know, the world That's doesn't true. revolve around you and other people have feelings as well. That's so true. if, we'll say now, like, if I ever roasted you in secondary school or whatever and I said something that was really offensive to you, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'll apologise now. I remember one time I was at uni with, with a very close friend of mine. Um, yeah. Shout out to my friend. Mm-hmm. And we always used to insult each other. We still do. Cause that's the type of friendship that we have. It's a... It's a love-hate relationship. We love each other, you know, really. Yeah. But, um, she said something to me. I can't remember what she said. I think she was like, I'd never date you. And I said something like, oh, it's okay. I don't like used goods anyway. And it oh. was really rude. And I felt really bad. And at the time, she she laughed about it. But she, we were speaking about it uh, some time later. And she's like, that was the most offensive and hurtful thing you've ever said to me. Okay. And, at the time, I was like, no, this is just funny. I was like, I'm so proud of myself. I came yeah. back with that really quickly. But, like, you know, after hearing her say that, it really upset me, actually, how I could say something so hurtful to someone, like, you know, I, I, I care about very dearly. So, yeah, yeah it was a quite an experience. <laughs> that was... nah, nah, honestly, I understand. My, my joke. I <laughs> have to get a bit deep as well. So I have to, I have to watch and actually think 
Will this person so, get offended by what I would say, or would they laugh at it? What would you say though? Uh, I don't know. You know when you're joking around, like you just say it. You don't really think about it, do you? And then after you say it, like you think it's all good, and then you find out, oh no, you offended the person. I don't know. But that's the, that's the thing in it. Like, yeah. there's always that like, one person who's going to take it just a little bit too far. Like, have you ever seen that film called Guess Who? Yeah. You know that you know the scene when they're at the dinner table and you know Ashton Kutcher's character starts telling the racist jokes. Okay. And yeah. At first, you know they're all laughing along. You know it's offensive, but everyone's you know they they like they find it funny. Yeah. And then he just tells that one joke that just takes it a little bit too far when he really should have quit while he was ahead. Yeah. Yeah, it'd yeah, be yeah, like yeah. that. I think it could end up like that. Like you should have quit. Okay. You know two or three jokes ago to be safe but you didn't yeah. and you continued and now you've offended everyone and it's not funny anymore okay yeah yeah but it's when if he was actually concentrating he could see the frustration on their faces but he was yeah, so but, far in to the joke but the girl told him to stop she was literally yeah. like yeah and he was just like but at the same time they were so horrible to him for like you know over those those couple of the, the first day or so that he really needed to feel like accepted in the group and that was okay. the first time they've showed him like that acceptance and that appreciation and you know yeah. he, once he got yeah. a taste of it he just was like and it, <laughs> then he just took it too far so i do kind of feel sorry for him in that respect yeah no but it, it was racist jokes weren't it or like racial jokes yeah i, think I was, don't remember i haven't seen it in time i think he i think the joke was like what a three things a black man can't get and he said a black eye a fat lip and a job or something okay okay (laughs) i know for facts you know that one white boy who's basically black or his friends yeah his friends view him as black so that certain white guy would say that and get away with it but some white guys will say and won't get away with it doesn't make it good either way but I know if Ashton was liked by the family, he would have definitely got away with that. Yeah, see, I think that's that's like it's like credit in a way. Like you have a bit yeah. more credit at that time, so you the yeah. le- the limit is a, is a, is extended a bit more than if you just met them like the day before and they yeah. don't know you at all, and you've said you know you said that like you can't really take it back. I mean, like if you know them and they know your sense of humor, they know that you don't mean anything malicious by it. Then yeah, but coming into a new family wow that's very brave but what yeah. about you t do you would you rather be the roaster or the roasty and would you do it for free i for fun <laughs> this sounds so sick i would i wouldn't mind getting roasted out i just want to see what they will bring to the table what sort of jokes they will say i know but yeah. what if they did like, they really did their homework on you and they dug into your background they asked your closest friends and they just found out really hurtful things about you. I don't know. What would you do? The roast. I just can't take it seriously. Because if I'm on the other end and I roast someone and they take it seriously, then I'm in trouble. But if someone's doing the roasting to me, I'm not in trouble. I just have thick skin. Like, I'm going to be fine. I'm going to be okay. Okay, then we should add that on um, one of our specials. We can have a roast. Yeah, 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 yeah. That will be good. I think we could quite have a quite a good roast episode to be fair. That would be such a good games night. It could be, or it could destroy the friendship completely and we would just never talk to each other again. But the stakes like that make it much more interesting to be fair. No, it's like ah 
trauma. <laughs> <laughs> now you still need to be funny, but you don't want to be too hurtful. So yeah. I think the the key to a good roast is that is that balance. But I remember watching the roast of I can't remember whose roast it was, but Jimmy Carr was on it and um Pete Davidson, the one who's supposed to be dating a uh, Miss Kim Kardashian. Yes. Yeah, and he was like, We're not here to roast Pete Davidson's dad. Okay. That happened on September the eleventh, two thousand and one, because he his dad died in nine eleven because he was like a fireman or something. Oh, okay. I was like, wow, how can you say that? But everyone was laughing. I was like, <laughs> if that was me and someone said that about my dad who passed away, saving people during 9-11, I don't know how I'd feel about that. I'd ask them to edit that out of the show. That's too far, surely. I think because he's a comedian as well, they kind of laugh through their pain. It's like a coping mechanism. I just hope he was like, actually... That's a good joke. And as a professional comedian, I respect the hell out of that joke. I wish I thought of it myself. Maybe it was like that. (laughs) Have you seen that video or heard about the footballer who kicked his cat? Yes, yes. Was it Zuma or something? Yeah. Yeah, that that was... Yeah, that was... um... When I first saw the video, I was not happy that he kicked the cat. I was like, that's so bad. And when someone said, oh, he shouldn't play a game, I was like, yeah, he shouldn't play a game. But then... They went over the top with it and they started See, to take him away from deals. It was too much. My thing is, like, if that was a dog, yeah, he would be in jail. <laughs> there's no way the Yibos would let someone kick a dog and he'd get away with it. Yeah. So I think there should be some parity in the law. Like, if that was a dog or a puppy, that yeah. guy would be executed. He'd be in jail for the rest <laughs> of his life. I don't think that necessarily he should go to jail. Mm-hmm. But I do think that on the difference, if it was a dog, then he would probably would have gone to jail or some had some harsher punishment. But I just think there should be some parity between the two animals because you know they are both pets and animals. So I don't know. I think that if it, I just feel if it was a dog, the uh, worse. Even yeah, yeah, the impact of him kicking the cat though, that was a lot. Even when they were comparing it to the Suarez situation where he literally racially abused this other player. And he got like a slap on the wrist. And still, no, still, you know, I know, like, racial abuse, whatever, kicking the cat. Kicking the cat's, like, terrible. But they did cross the line with the punishment. They did so much around it. At first, I was even against it. I was like, you kicked the cat. And that's still bad what he did. Why the hell are you kicking the cat? I'm I'm like, I prefer cats over dogs, sick. Yeah, no, they took it too far with all the punishments when they didn't give the same sort of punishments to other players who have literally done as worse as him or even much worse. So. I want to know why he did it, to be fair. There's got to be a reason behind You don't just do that to your cat. cat. Just for a Snapchat video. Because he kicked it, he slapped it, he chased it around yeah. the house, he threw a shoe at Like, did he just buy a cat to abuse it? Some people are just... like that. And the cat was such a lovely cat. It has such beautiful markings on it. Like, yeah. It must have, I think it might have been quite an expensive cat as well because of looking at it. I could see somebody paying a lot of money for, for somebody that looked like, like that cat did. Like that cat, really? Yeah, I could see it. So I don't know why he did such a, why he'd do such a thing. That's awful. Because on Twitter, I just kept seeing all the tweets about it. And every day, it just got worse and worse. Like, I don't know who was with adidas or nike i don't know but they removed him from the deal and then i don't know what's being done with him now 
it's obvious that because he's a black football player that he literally got the worst out of that. And maybe like someone even wrote about um, Suarez and Terry didn't get booed at every rival ground. I'm done. We know why. Apart from them booing him because of the cat, they're also booing him because of one other thing. Yeah, it's true. I think um, if it was, say, a young English, you know, Anglo-Saxon footballer. Yeah. He probably would have got a little slap on the wrist and probably apologised and taken some photos with an animal charity and everybody would have moved on. And Honestly. as soon as they scored their next goal, they would have been the golden child again. Quick question I like to think about, because at yeah. the moment in Hollywood, everyone loves Tom Holland. Yes. Tom Holland can do no wrong in anyone's eyes. No. I, I like Tom. I like Tom Holland. I think he's Loved a cool him dude. since he was a kid. Peter Pan. Yeah. No, not like that. Or yeah. like... No, yeah. he was a good child actor as well. Like he was in Peter Pan and Possible. Mm. He was he he's been talented forever. So did you ever think that Tom Holland could do anything wrong in the eyes of Hollywood? I think that he could say the N word and he'd be forgiven in like two days. Yeah. I think that's how much love people have for Tom Holland right now. That is true, but I don't think he could ever. He's a great he's okay. I don't want to say he's a great guy because I don't know him personally, but he is a great guy. Um, yeah, I think from from what I see and yeah. the way he kind of comes across, I mean, as I say, as you say, you, you can't tell because I don't know yeah. him, but he does seem like a good guy. But I think I genuinely think that he can do no wrong. I think that say he'd be up the day, then then probably. Oh then no, then it, he did wrong, like the whole. But yeah. If a video, like say a video surfaced of him saying the N word like four years ago on the set of Spider Man, like, I think uh, he'd be forgiven. No. He'll he'll get away I with do. it. No, yeah. Yeah, I think he'd be forgiven. I think that he can. He's literally golden boy right now. Yeah. Like he true. has a lot of credit. He has a lot of slack. Yeah. He'll be allowed to mess up. Like like how Justin Bieber was. Like yeah. That kind of like you will mess up and we'll still love you. Anyway. He'll definitely get away with it because I've seen it happen with other celebrities who aren't as big as Tom Holland, and they've gotten away with it. Jay, didn't we want to go into the topic you said? And please tell our audience what the topic of the day is. The topic of the day is masculinity and it ties in perfectly with Black History Month because we feel as a community there's something that's called Black masculinity and also how they portray Black women as being aggressive and loud. So we kind of just want to tear apart the word and tell you what we think masculinity means to us. So, Jay, what does masculinity mean to you? I don't know. I think people view it as lots of different things. I think that when you think of masculinity, you think of, you know, men, you think of... I think what the, the perception that people have is kind of like a 1980s action hero kind of of, uh, of character, you know, with like the big muscles and the ripped T-shirts and running yeah. around doing physical things and kind of like that kind of stereotype of what masculinity means but i think in 20 what are we in that 2022 it might even have a different meaning because we've yeah we've kind of developed as a society we're more open to you know the changes and the fluidity of of of, um, of masculinity do you think there's a difference within masculinity for black men and white men definitely yeah. i think like if you're black and you're shy, then people think that you're weird. Okay. But like, if you're if you're say you're white and you're shy, then people are like, oh, it's a bit more normal. But it's just oh. like people have the expectation that if you are black, 
then you have to be loud and you have to be confident. Just sort of that thing. That's sort yeah, of thing, so. that is so true. But don't you think? I'm just going to take it from my own experience or mm-hmm. what some black women would do is they will purposely not portray themselves as loud because they just think um, they're just going to get negative opinions from it. So you know when a black woman is talking, like they're just mm-hmm. talking, they're not shouting, they're scared that that person or that white can- counterpart is going to say to them, why are you shouting? And they're not. You know what I mean? So they kind of like limit themselves because they, they're scared of what other people are going to say. I think that's the same with with the black what I said about black women I think that's the same with black women as well I think if a black woman is yeah is shy then people think she's weird it's mm. like they expect her to just be loud and you know yeah. but I think that most of it comes down to American media yeah every time you see American black especially black women in the media yeah. it's always them doing something negative it's yeah. all like the like the world star hip-hop kind of Sharkeisha you know fighting yeah. in the street and you know the kind of the worst kind of sections of American society. You know, America is you know the most powerful country in the world, and everybody's always watching America. When people see what you know America wants you to see about black people, and especially the negatives, people just assume that that's what black people everywhere are like. The most like watched black people in the world mm-hmm. are the athletes and the rappers. Yeah. And not neither one of them always cover themselves in glory from yeah. you know the way rappers behave and go on and it's all like drugs and baby mamas and spending money and throwing money everywhere and you know like, that's like they've got no sense and you know mm-hmm. and then the athletes as well and they, they the athletes are better to be fair but still they can also be problematic at times Christmas and like these are the yeah. two you know, most watched people in the world. Everything negative they do, it does reflect very badly on black people on the whole. Yeah. And then you have other shows like, you know, the Jerry Springers and the Maury's, and it's oh always God. the same stereotypes of loud black women and, you know, broken families and just them ready to fight on TV and the weave coming out and the wigs falling off. And, you know, and that's what people, like, they look at... Um, at black people and they just assume that that's that's who we are and, yeah. you know even in american society it's like less than 50 percent of black people are living in poverty so it's like not all black people are poor yeah that's true as well have you seen the first season of love is blind there was a scene in it where it was something to do about like a wig mm-hmm. maybe something like a wig came off or something but it's just it didn't have to happen like why did they even have to include that into the series it's not important the whole series is about finding love and they managed to get a scene with an angry black woman and a wig moment like they just had to do it but that's the thing isn't it they always want to show i think maybe that's just what sells maybe that's what people just want to see they just want to see the angry black women they want to see the, the stereotypical as they say ghetto black woman because yeah. even on like shows like Love Island, like the most they're terrible shows, and I don't know why black people apply to go on them. Because yeah. it's so rigged against you that the chances of you winning are so slim. Yeah, as as a black, especially as a dark skinned black woman. Yeah, because yeah. normally there's only just one of you, and yeah. you know they'll put a, they'll they probably will put a black man in, maybe even a few black men, 
And if the black man doesn't, the, you know, the dark-skinned black man doesn't choose the dark-skinned black woman, then yeah. that dark-skinned black woman will not win the show. And yeah. we saw that in Love Island in the, remember the winter one when you had Mike and, was it Priscilla? Mike like, and, and Leanne as what well. Was it? Yeah. Leanne, that's it. And as soon, as soon as she broke up with Mike, yeah. I said to the person I was watching it with, she is not going to, she'll probably be dumped out quite quickly because you know that no one's coming in to, to choose her. So sad. And it's just like, it's so rigged against you. Like the, the, the black women on there, they're always like, just like the side characters and the, the, the white people are, the white couples are normally like the main attraction of the show and it's just so sad how the black women are just pushed to the sidelines of that show and just eliminated and forgotten about she had to beg mike to save her remember she was begging him well at the same mike, time though, she, did, she did she yeah, did no, dump she did. him yeah, so yeah, no. I, have, I don't have any sympathy for her yeah. for that reason but yeah. at the same time even for just even just to give yourself the best chances to win she should have just stayed in the relationship with Mike. Mike. You guys are going to break up when you leave anyway. Yeah. So you might as well leave with, you know, the prize money. Because she's splitting the voting. Because obviously all the black people are voting for exactly. the black couple. She split it. She made it hard yeah. on herself. But, you know, it's, you know, she doesn't actually like Mike. Then fair enough. Like, we can't fair enough, someone with them. You're not going to last anyway. And we all know yeah. that. We all know you're going to break up within six months of leaving the show anyway. So yeah. what does it matter if you're... If you're with him for like the next two weeks, like it doesn't it matter. You pave the way for the the black women coming up after you. You know, show them how it's done, and that is why I did like Priscilla, the, yeah. the girl who came in after, and how she acted. And then she put on that wig in that episode, <laughs> don't that grey, that grey wig. That gold and I was one. like, or blonde? No, she put on the blonde. I, don't, wig, didn't she? I thought it was grey, but okay. it was like. Priscilla, just be you, you know. Let's yeah. see, let's see your 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 dark your dark your black hair, not the wig, because you're she was a very pretty girl, so you know she didn't have to. Because yeah. Mike still liked her anyway. So yeah. um, yeah, Priscilla's beautiful. That moment, it wasn't even the fact she put on the wig; it was Mike's reaction to it, like he's not black. <laughs> but no, Priscilla's um, amazing. I loved her even when it was the talent show she did the dancing and stuff she just stayed true to herself so yeah that's that's what i i do like i like you know those contestants who come on and they don't really conform with what everyone expects the love yeah. island contestants to be like like most of the time they just expect the women to be like ditzy blonde mm. like a stereotypical ditzy blonde woman with no common sense so if you got come on with a bit of personality and substance and you don't win good for you actually because at least you were yourself exactly it's like comparing mora to amber remember when amber was the star of love island and a lot of people didn't like her because not gonna lie i didn't yeah. actually watch that season but i oh, can okay i remember i remember i know who amber is yeah and I know who the other girl is. Yeah. And even with Amber, if she was a dark-skinned black woman, she wouldn't mm. have had the same outcome. Yeah, no, no. Definitely, I don't even definitely. think we've had a dark-skinned black woman with Love Island yet. When, no, it's just, I think I think Amber was the first one who had black in her to win it. I think the others have been white. That's it. Obviously. Yeah. Who was it all. last time? Oh, yeah. It was Millie and Liam who won the last last love island basically millie and liam of yeah, course yeah yeah he was welsh millie. and she was from 
Essex, I think, but both yeah. tall, okay. white, slim figure. Yeah. I think if a black <laughs> couple won it, I'd know about it. Or if yeah, a dark skinned black woman won, I'd know about oh it. Oh my God, yeah. But I'm just like, why do you do this to yourselves? If, why do yeah. you go on this show? Knowing that you're just there to kind of be made fun of. Yeah. You're there to fill the space. Mm-hmm. As, and it does feel like they are just there to be the diversity hire. And at the same time, it's not even their fault because the black men that go on, it's like they screen them and they just say also they don't want to go out with black women. It's like, what's yeah. your criteria for being yeah. on the show? It's like, you must dislike black women. It's terrible the way no, they're terrible. carrying on. It's it terrible. And I think that all they should just boycott the show. We should make our own black version. Honestly, when we do that, when we actually join forces and make our own films, make our own TV shows, they actually bang. They're so good. But- why can't well, we do I, that in England as well? Well, what I don't want them to do is just to make it like the stereotype of oh, you yeah. know, what people <laughs> think black people. Because that is sometimes what happens as yeah, well. Like, we, we do have a lot of black shows on TV, but a lot of them are quite negative. Like shows like Empire. I mean, I did like Empire at the start, yeah. but, but that's quite a negative portrayal of a toxic black family. And yeah. shows like Power. All these shows, they're just so negative. Like, what happens to like, the positive oh, ones, like yes, The Fresh is... Prince or yeah. My Wife and Kids, you know, show the hard-working, middle-class oh, black families. You know, you know, the other side with strong, you know, strong families. Well, why not show that side more often? Even Everybody Hates Chris. Why do you have to show, like, the negatives? That is so true. Even the yeah, Everybody Hates Chris, the dad, didn't he have three jobs? Yeah, why man had two yeah. jobs? Yeah. <laughs> Oh my god, that man works so bloody hard. That is so true. Um, even like Empire, they made the dad because he's a black dad. They made him homophobic to his son. Yeah, that so was terrible. Yeah, yeah. Lucian he was, was the yeah. devil, literally the devil incarnate. Yeah. He was an awful man. Yeah. Terrible, terrible yeah. man. Yeah, like you know, we just need more positive shows. I mean, it doesn't have to be all sunshine and rainbows in this TV shows because you know that's not what life is about. But at least show like a nice, strong, supportive family. You know, we need yeah. the, the new show like The Cosby's or you know The Fresh Prince with a dad like Uncle Phil and yeah. you know, even my wife and kids with Michael. The way he used to teach his children about life and stuff, and the funny ways that he did it. And, you know, you need shows like that. You don't need, you know, always to be black beat people beating up each other and shooting each other and not mistreating their wives and everything like that. And and even yeah. why is it that every time we have a show, we have a black man and it's it's rarely a dark skinned woman, it's always a lighter skinned woman. Why is it why is it always like that? Like why can't we see a show with a, a black man and a dark skinned black woman? It's all these subtle things, I suppose, yeah, that just that's true. And that's why I liked Fresh Prince or the first Aunt Viv because the first Aunt Viv was um, a dark-skinned black woman. Or, yeah. Yeah, and I loved that. And then they replaced her for the new Aunt Viv, who was obviously a, did, a lighter tone. She did a lot. She was like, well, that see, uh, episode when she was doing the dancing, that was fantastic. Oh, like, old Viv. The other Aunt Viv yeah. never did anything like that. She was dead. But <laughs> she, <laughs> she, went, she went as entertaining as old Aunt It's like with... Oh, the best replacement they have ever done in TV. Oh, it's sad to say this, but only because I didn't really get to know her because she was replaced so quickly 
was Claire in my Claire wife and kids. Claire in my wife and kids. The yeah. new Claire. <laughs> the new oh, Claire. my God. But the old Claire was talented too because she no, was a she dancer. Was. She yeah, was she always was dancing and stuff. And the yeah. new Claire didn't really... I think they forgot that she was a dancer. So yeah. they just did like... She just became an airhead. And yeah. Claire wasn't <laughs> like that in the first season. Claire was actually intelligent. Same with Hillary, my wife and kids. And, uh, sorry, the Fresh Prince. Yeah. Uh, you just have the dumb light skin girl kind of thing. Like, is that oh, a trope yeah. that's going to be on TV? That's like, true. I hope not. But that's why I like Blackish, isn't it? With Zoe, uh, mm-hmm. Yara Yashidi's character, because she's really intelligent. And yeah. she is like, you know, like a modern girl. She's on social media. She likes fashion and taking photos of herself. But at the yeah. same time, she's really intelligent as well. Well, I think they kind of made her similar to the actual actress mm-hmm. who's so intelligent and is amazing on social media. Talking about Grownish, people are saying um, with her character, there wasn't a lot of character development. She was basically the same throughout the whole series. So I stopped watching, so I don't I know. I never started, to be fair. Not because it's a bad show or anything. I just haven't got around to it because I, I, I like Blackish, and I think that... Oh, yes. I can't bring myself to watch Grownish, and I can't bring myself to watch Mixedish because I just like... I think Blackish is the one. Yeah, Mixedish. That show, I watched a couple... Or I think the first season, it's good. It's not terrible. It's it's good. That's that's all I can say. But Blackish is great. And then Grownish started off good. Oh wow. Yeah. yeah. I just stopped. I don't know why. I think yeah. Blackish as a show is problematic, but they point out the problematic parts. Yes. How again you have this this the stereotype of the, the black man and the lighter skinned woman. Yes. But they address that in the show themselves, which is, you know, at least acknowledging, yeah, this is what but then they, you know, so That's I do true. like Blackish for that reason. Yeah. And they also address Diane's character and how she was the darkest out of the family and how she was treated different in public to the others, which was, great. was yeah. how they highlighted that. I was like, oh my God, yes. I, I love Diane. Like, I was a savage, straight savage. Yeah, literally. <laughs> <laughs> my favorite character in Blackish, though, is Dion. He is so funny. Dion. He has, like, yeah. Because he has, he works with a uh, with Dre. The dad's friend. No, no, his name's not Dion. His name's Charlie. Sorry, his name's Charlie. Oh, okay, okay. Charlie? So I, was, I was, I was, searching him up. I was like, Dion. I think, it, I think the actor name in real life might be Dion, but no, his name is Charlie. Yeah. He's, he's, yeah, he's so funny. Like, because he has the least amount of scenes, but every time he's in a scene, he just completely steals it. He's in Grownish as well. Yeah, Charlie. he's the one of the professors or something. Yeah, that was so weird yeah. how they just put him in. I'm just. And he needs that's to why it's to be so funny. Yeah, because yeah, so, he, he's God. just so mysterious. He's like one of those yeah. characters that just pop up in like loads of different places. Yeah, it's his so, voice um, as well. Yeah, he's just too funny. And Wanda, his uh, Wanda Sykes, his character, uh, I think it's Gloria, the boss of the the company. Oh, like, the uh, comedian in, woman. Yeah, Wanda Sykes. Like, her character is funny yes. as well. I think she's the one in like, is it? Bruce or Evan Almighty. She didn't Evan Almighty. Is it? Okay. Yeah. Mad, Distinctive mad. voice. That's how I always remember her. <laughs> yeah, her voice is oh, I love it. So, yeah, she's she so funny in that. She's she made her and Charlie they should have a spin off show. Yeah. I'll definitely watch that. No way. And also, okay, she was married to a man, Dave Hall. And now she's married to a woman. Yes. Even stuff like that. I feel like a lot of women, or let's say black women were in relationships or marriages and as soon as it was acceptable to be with women they literally just was like okay i'm gonna ditch you 
that's what um, Portia de Rossi, Ellen, Ellen's wife, did. Because she said that she married a man, but she knew that, you know, this is not what she wanted because she knew, you know, that she, she was interested in women. Okay. And then, yeah, so then she ended up divorcing the man that she was married to. I think he was a film producer or director or something like that. Yeah. And then, you know, found, uh, found Ellen and then married Ellen instead. But she's very pretty, person. Portia de Rossi. I'm trying to look at pictures when she was younger. Oh my gosh, that's so harsh. <laughs> I don't know. I have a certain type. You know my type. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, she's nice. She's nice. She's nice. That sounds like you're trying to be nice by saying that she's nice enough <laughs> to say what you really think. No, honestly, no. She's she's pretty. She's pretty. Say it with your chest too. No, no, she's pretty. You know, like people that <laughs> you could. You could say they're pretty. It doesn't mean you're attracted to them, but you could acknowledge mm. that they're pretty. That's that's what she is to me. She's pretty. That's another funny point because girls do that, <laughs> but guys would never do that. A guy would never say, "Yeah, that guy's pretty," or okay. that, "That guy's that guy's good looking." What do you guys say? Nothing. Okay, just keep you it in never your head. Say, yeah, you just never say that. Okay, would you say that's toxic masculinity? Men haven't been socialized to communicate in that way. Okay, okay. That's something to be spoken about, to be fair. I I don't know if this is for all men, but what I've seen with friends from the past, like white men, they've been very open um, with how maybe attracted the other guy is. Like, they will come, they'll be like, yeah, you're, you're a buff guy or something like that. Would you guys <laughs> use those sort of terms or? Um, no. Or maybe it's just those white guys. Mm, no, no. <laughs> My experience, if if someone was gonna, from our community is going to say something like that, it'd be followed by no homo or pause or something like that. Yeah. <laughs> and I think, yeah, things. that's the difference is the black men versus white men. Because I know a lot of white men, like I said, would compliment the other white guy and it not be seen as them actually liking them in a sexual way. But if a black man was to do it to another black man, say, oh, you look good. Black man would be like, hey, hey, bro. Like, you know what I mean? No, I get you. And that's something that needs to go as well. So it's definitely like a race thing as well, I think. I don't know. Maybe it's just cultural. Maybe it's just a cultural oh, thing. Culture. Maybe, you know, if a, if a, say, a black baby was raised in a, a white household and yeah. they grew up like that, would that, they'd be like that too. So, yeah. Well, who knows? Because we can't just take a random black baby and put it in a white family and then just do a scientific experiment on them to see if they would be like that because that's just cruel. So we just have to assume. <laughs> yeah, it's definitely culture and who you grow up, grow up around. Because um, if you're around friends, I don't know why I keep seeing these same guy friends, but <laughs> they <laughs> hug on each other and just stuff I was seeing. And I just thought, oh, okay, cool. That's weird because as ever, most people by now probably know, yeah. the majority of my friends are, are female. Yeah. So, you know, we hug, we tell each other we love each other yeah. quite a lot. But with the few male friends I've got, yeah, I do tell them I hug them a lot, and I tell them I tell them I love them a lot, and they tell yeah. me they love me, and I don't yeah. think that's weird. Yeah, I mean, we don't know. say it in the same way, like as I'd say to like my female friends, like we say, "Oh, I love you, bro," or "Love, yeah. bro," or you know, yeah. like, it is a different way that we kind of say it, but it means the same. It has the same sentiment. So, like with my my female friends, like, "Oh, I love you, X, Y, Z," but with my yeah. male friends, like "Love, bro." Oh, okay. it's like with hugs as well i've noticed yeah. girls would hug each other and then the guys would hug each other it's like kind of like a pat and a hug at the same time 
Yeah, no, like, I mean, the, the men wouldn't like embrace each other for more than a few seconds, unless you ain't yeah. seen them in time and you're surprised to see them. And then, you know, <laughs> like those yeah. videos of those friends being reunited after they haven't seen each other for years and they hug each other for like 10 minutes. That's like a special exception. Like, like <laughs> normally it's just like a quick, like, and there's always like an arm in between you guys as yeah. well or something. Well, I'll say with those hugs, like you could hear the hug. It's like a boom on the back. And mm. it'd be like, Boom, boom. Yo, bro. It'd be more acceptable for a man to run up behind a female, his female friend, and hug her from behind. But I don't think that people think that it'd be that acceptable if it was two men running up and hugging each other like that. You know, so oh, there's always yeah. those those little differences, isn't it? Yeah, no, I, I do notice it's, it's quite hard and something that would, obviously we would like to strip from society, but it's a thing with holding hands as well two girlfriends will hold hands and they might not even be deemed as dating or just people will just say oh okay just two best friends or just two friends who are girls holding hands as soon as a guy does that with his guy guy friend it's oh okay you guys dating or (laughs) but you know the other stereotype like in those like american films it's like yeah the the girls have a sleepover and they experiment with each other and stuff like that and then, you know, no one really questions their sexuality afterwards. But if two yes. men did that at sleepover, everybody would be like, oh, you're this way or you're that yes. way. And, you know, there's just those, like, differences between the two. Oh, my God, yes. And another thing is they say girls could be bi, but guys can't. I, I hear it a lot where... Um, really? Yeah, they say, no, you can't be bi. You're, you're probably just saying it because you're transitioning, but you're not actually bi, you're gay. But if a girl is bi... I hear this a lot. If a girl is bi, okay, yeah, she's bi. She likes both. Oh no, no, you can't, you can't be bi. You just like men, like you just like to the guys. Well, I, I think that like with girls as well, if they are experimenting with other girls, if people are quick to say, oh, it's just a phase, or she'll grow yeah. out of it. Yeah. But if it's a man who wants to, you know, experiment in the same way, everybody be like, no, this is what you are. You're not anything else. This is just, this is what you are. You know. Yeah. So I mean. I think people, uh, one sexuality like on the female part is more fluid. It seems more fluid than the males because the males it seems to be more rigid. You're either one or you're a two. You're not one and two or and a three as well. But with women, yeah. women seem to be able to flow between each one more easily and then define what they want to be defined as. I think it's because of the the male gaze as well. So they're sexualizing these women. I'm just saying how maybe a homophobic straight white guy would say a woman could come back from kissing and sleeping come with back. another woman. Like, she could come back from that. But if the guy was to sleep with another guy, he can't come back from that. Like, just stay over there. Just stay over on that side. No coming back. Like, you've done that deed. You can't redeem yourself. But girls, they'll be like, oh, yeah, they'll sexualize it. So it's okay. As long as Why she marries so a man at the end. terrible to each other? Yeah. Like, literally, like, human yeah. beings are terrible to each other. I mean. Yeah, they are. <laughs> That's like, just live. Yeah, do live you, your bro. life, man. But yeah, T, wow, we have yeah. been going in. Yeah, we have, we have. We literally just jumped right into it, didn't we? Yeah, I mean, that's interesting, you know, yeah, jumping right into it. Like, yeah, yeah, that's good. And before we leave, we must say rest in peace to Mr. Jamal Edwards, who sadly passed away. And everyone growing up around our age, a bit younger, a bit older, mm. everybody should know Smoky Bars, the TV, and F. <laughs> 64 freestyles and, and things like that so um, yeah. you know he's a real pioneer so rest in peace to Jamal Edwards and 
condolences to his family. How old was he? 31 years young, right? Jamal Edwards was born in 1990. He's a 90s baby, young, you know? Probably grew up on Dragon Ball Z, you know, stuff like that. Pokemon, yeah, like you said, Jetix, Cartoon Network. (laughs) Tupac and Biggie. (laughs) Yeah, had it all. (laughs) Had it all. So sad. Rest in peace to Jamal. Guys, it's been a pleasure. Again, you know our socials. I'm going to put it on um, the plot of the episode. So if you want to find us, (laughs) just go on our Spotify (laughs) and you can read it for yourself because I'd never remember the name. And what topic are we going to talk about next time? Yeah, so our next episode, we are going to talk about polygamy, relationships. Yes, I love that topic. I don't know why I love that topic. We're going to release a trigger warning before we start speaking. So if you are going to be uh, offended or if you feel uncomfortable, then probably skip to the episode after. Yes, exactly what Jay said. Jay don't play. Jay don't play.